Welcome to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, your host, Dawn Owen. I'm a wife, a mom, and an entrepreneur, a speaker, a zero BS coach, and a lover of the high vibe life. I help business leaders like you create huge breakthroughs in their life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and impact you want and deserve. In this podcast, you will hear me talk all about mindset, money, and magic. The power trio that I know will get you where you want to go fast. This is the High Vibe Tribe podcast. my guest for today so he's the 15 minute guy you're wondering what now aren't you so more on that later he loves music early mornings ish getting outside he's in a band and it's another one of my linkedin crushes it's ashley leeds hello <laughs> how are you today oh what a lovely introduction you know, I love pulling these intros together. I imagine that I'm announcing someone on stage at like the London Palladium showing my age there, actually. So, yeah. And I suppose I should fess up here as well to all you listeners out there. So Ashley and I are connected on LinkedIn. We have never met in that there IRL, which if you're not down with the kids like what I am, is in real life. But I follow him on LinkedIn. He has got some good stuff to say. He's a LinkedIn guru. Those are my words, not his. He's a guru to me. And Ashley, can I just tell you, you're the only, the second man to grace this podcast mic. What do you think about that? So why wasn't I the first? <laughs> oh, wow. I don't, I'm not sure I knew you when the first was on, but here's the thing. My husband's like, right, so I wasn't the first. Now I'm not the second. Am I ever getting on this podcast or what? And I'm like, mm. so, so I'm, I'm above the hubby. So that's good. You're above the me. hubby. I mean, what? Yeah. What more do no, you want? I, it, it's, it's an honor. I, I love being on podcasts. I love talking to people. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you said that it wasn't my words because I, I, I don't see myself as a guru. I just see myself as everyone's friend. And, and that's why I go under the moniker, the 15 minute guy, because that's a little bit different. No one else is a 15 minute guy. Lots of people say they're gurus. Yes. Um, but it's not many people saying they're the 15 minute guy. Yes. So we'll talk about why Ashley's the 15 minute guy in a bit. So I always start off actually by asking my guests, how high is your vibe today on a scale of one to 10 and why? Can I say 11? <laughs> <laughs> we love 11s. Yeah, we love all the vibes. That's a, that's a, that's a, a hint to, to the band. I'm not in a band called Spinal Tap, but look, I'm a positive person. So I'm always upbeat and, and stuff like that. When I'm on a podcast, I love being on a podcast. So I'm going to be in a good vibe anyway. But this morning, I, I've learned that I've got some tickets to go and see Mike Michalowicz doing a Profits, talk, a Profits First Talk tomorrow, which is a really cool place to be. So I'm really excited about that. And then I'm talking at an event the following day. So that neck of the woods as well. So yeah, it's it's a great week so far. Brilliant. And it's, only Tuesday. Yes, and it's only Tuesday and we've smashed the week already. I'm loving that. All right. So let me just ask you, obviously, LinkedIn guru, that's what I'm calling you, the 15 minute guy. And that's about smashing LinkedIn in 15 minutes. So before we get into LinkedIn, because I know that's going to take us down all sorts of roads. Tell us a bit about your background and how you ended up being then the 15 minute guy on LinkedIn. Right. Okay. It's taking me longer than 15 minutes to be the 15 minute guy. <laughs> so I don't know about you, 
But when you're at school, it's all like, what am I going to do when I leave school? Because you're a yeah. kid and you, you, you really don't know what. I wanted to be a Radio 1 DJ. So it was the Harry Cornflake, which is Dave Lee Travis, uh, yes. for those of you that don't know. And it, I, I loved, I love music. I've always loved music. And I love the idea of, you know, sitting in a room, playing loads of music and talking to people. But back then, we didn't even have computers. So my careers teacher turned around and said, no, that, that, that's not going to happen. We live, we live in Cornwall. Go and do something more reasonable. So I became a chef. I went to catering college, worked up in London, worked oh. in France, and then I came down to Sidmouth and I met my lovely wife, Debbie. And then we decided to get married, start a family. And she wanted to be a stay at home mum. So I was 100% behind her. And so I needed to get myself another job because catering just doesn't pay the bills. And so uh, I went into sales and I've spent 30 years in the sales arena. I've sold lots of different things. I've had 30 jobs uh, in my career. And then about five years ago, I ended up coaching accountants and that was when I finally found what I love doing. It was amazing seeing the transformation, seeing people going from stressed out to, to you know, loving life and, and enjoying their business and stuff like that. And then about two years ago, or oh, just over two years ago, I did a little bit of a fundraising project and raised quite a bit of money pretty much on my own. And it was all of that made me think, I can do anything. I can do absolutely anything. So I, I was not enjoying my job at the time. I turned around to my wife and said, look, I'm going to leave and find myself another job. And she said, you've had 30 jobs. You're not having any more. <laughs> well, I love Set that. Up. Yes. Set up on your own. And I went, well, what, what, I, what I can't, I, you know, I, I can't do that. And, and she was 100% behind me or 120% behind me and kicking me up the bum. And, and so, so basically here I am. My previous employer had a, an anti-compete clause, which meant that I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And my coach turned around to me and said, do something else. And I did LinkedIn and I have not looked back. And so oh, my ex-boss being look, looking at that anti-compete and, and, and enforcing it really did me a did huge favor. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. And, and like I said, tomorrow I'm going and talking at this amazing event. That would not be happening. I wouldn't yeah. be going on podcasts. I wouldn't have written a book. And so she did me the world's biggest favor. In fact, I'm, I'm almost driving past her house tomorrow. I might pop in and give pop her a big in. hug. Give <laughs> her some chocolates, eh? Uh, absolutely. For that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's so much there to dig into. Just give us five of your 30 jobs that you've had. Okay, so I was a postman. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got the sack every day. That was annoying. Yeah, Sorry, sorry. Obviously, a chef in lots of different places. Mm -hmm. I sold franking machines. Oh, my God. We yeah. are dating ourselves here. I, I should have said then, I don't know what a franking machine is. Yeah, absolutely. What else have I done? I've sold mortgages for Lloyds okay. Bank. Wow. I'm just trying to think. Uh, and soft, software to accountants and, and obviously wow. a, a business yeah. coach. So, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, right, here's, here's the thing. All of those things that I've done over the years have manifested themselves in what I am today. Yes. So, you know, I've had some jobs and I absolutely hated the boss or the company or what have you. And because I was the sole breadwinner, I just had to suck it up. Yeah. yeah. And, and. You, you've learned so much by doing all of that stuff. So that's made me the man I am today. And it's, it means that my clients who are working with me today are getting all of that and all of the stories and, and all of the motivation and inspiration from that. So yeah, no, it's been absolutely fantastic. And you know, it's only now looking back on it, you think, yeah, it's all happened for a reason. So yeah. Yeah. It all kind of comes together, doesn't it? And I think, you know, in the coaching space, we'd always say, looking back at the past, it's, there's no power in the past. 
do you need to take lessons from it if they're you know not so great things shall we say you want to take the lessons and bring them forward and you mentioned there you know you are a positive person have you always been like that or was there a journey to being more positive that's a good question i think i have i've always looked on the lighter side of life i've never taken myself too seriously but in the last few years especially going through covid I think I've learned an awful lot more. I, I, I listen a lot to podcasts about positivity and stuff like that. And happiness is a choice. Yes. Uh, and so, and I, you know, I firmly believe that. And I think that if you start looking at things like that, then life is a little bit easier. You know, when things come and, you know, catch you unawares and you've had a bit of bad news, I think you can, you know, look at the positives in it because there is always positives in things. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, even, you know, even the harshest things. Yeah. And, and I think, like you say, stopping. happiness is a choice. Yeah. And I quite often heard to be saying, look, when people come to me, they're like, I just want to be happy. And I'm like, well, you can just decide to be happy right now. Yeah. You know, no yeah. charge. Off you go. Because that is true. Yes, we have to experience other emotions. And I always say a lot, when you're prepared to experience any emotion, that's when you can really go places. Because... You can't be happy all of the time. If something shit happens on TV and you see it, then you're going to experience a different emotion. But then what you do with that and for the rest of the day and how, you know, how you can recover from it. It's not the external events. It's how we deal with them internally, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and, and our, our brain is a powerful tool. And the whole idea is that the brain is to protect us. Yeah. So it, it takes about 90 seconds for all the... I can't think what they're called, uh, the, the, the things that go on in your brain when, when yeah. something happens, um, that, then, then all, all these chemicals are, are, are happening. And, and, and the whole idea is to protect you. So you see a saber-toothed tiger, you panic, you run, you get away from it all. Yeah. 90 seconds later, that's all gone. And, 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 but today we don't see no. saber-toothed tigers. We maybe drop our coffee. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, we yeah. drop our coffee and it bounces on the floor and there's a mess everywhere and you've got to make another cup of coffee and you're really angry. Yeah. But 90 seconds, all of your chemicals are, are sort of balanced again. Mm-hmm. All right. And so it's up to you then to turn around and go, I'm really angry and I'm going to make that angry again. I'm going to make that angry again. That was because this happened and that happened and you stay being angry. And that's another 90 seconds of anger and another 90 seconds of chemicals. And, and you can keep repeating that over and over. Yeah. What you do is just turn around. It's a cup of coffee. Yeah. I didn't, totally. I didn't break the mug. Yeah. I can wipe it up. It didn't go on the carpet and start looking for the positives in it. And so like, yeah, I dropped it because I was rushing. I dropped it because I was trying to carry my phone and I was texting at the same time. You know, I wasn't looking where I was going. It, and, and that look. personal responsibility element. Is, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I quite often say when people go, oh, I've had a shit day. And I'm like, was it the I whole day really or was it a shit five minutes that you made last all day? Because that's yeah. normally what it is. It's like this happened. I had a terrible journey to work. And then we let that continue on because we don't choose to go the other way. Oh, you're giving me all my favorite stuff here. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So LinkedIn then. So why did you choose LinkedIn? And then how have you developed that over the last couple of years? Because I'm thinking back, that's obviously 2020, 2020, 2020, 2021-ish. That was a mouthful. Obviously, COVID times. So why did you choose LinkedIn? And, you know, how have you built that up to be the 15-minute guy? Okay, that's a great question. Did I choose LinkedIn or did LinkedIn choose me? So yeah so so 2021 it was the february of 2021 that i did the fundraiser and the the march of 2021 literally after i hit my target i phoned my boss and said look i can't work for you anymore 
<laughs> and so then I started doing coaching for accountants. So then obviously I couldn't. And my coach turned around to me and said, look, you need to do something else. When I was in my previous job, I was coaching accountants and I had one of, my, one of my accountants turned around and go, I need to do more on LinkedIn. I said, right, okay, what we'll do is you, you need to do this. You need to do that, et cetera, et cetera. And he said, all right, brilliant. And off he went and, and didn't do it. Saw him the next week. How are you getting on? Oh, I haven't done it. I said, right, it's dead easy. You just do this and you just do that. You just do that. Right. Okay. Got it. Fantastic. Thank you. See you next week. Next week happened. Nothing. <laughs> I said, look, this is ridiculous. You're not doing anything. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll come on a Zoom every single morning, just for 15 minutes every day. All right. So at nine o'clock, you and me on Zoom, and I'll show you what to do. And basically, I was looking over his shoulder. So I said, right, click on here. Right. Yeah. Then write this. And, and you know, some people are quite slow at, at typing. So I'm, I'm there typing it all out on my computer, <laughs> yeah. copying and pasting it into the chat on Zoom. And he's, that, grabbing yeah. hold, he's grabbing hold of it and dropping it in. And, and so, so basically, here's the accountant, and I can see his feed. And on his feed was a van company. And, I, and it, it was a first connection. I said, well, why is that a first connection? Oh, I do the accounts for his church. I said, oh, fine. So you need to write this. And, and basically we wrote something about how good it is to have a van or something, mm -hmm. you know, relating to the post. Yeah. And I said, you know, why, why, you know, why are we doing that? And sort of like coaching him on all of that. Anyway, by the end of that week, seriously, by the end of that week, that van man yeah. had contacted my client and said, I keep, uh, thank you for commenting on my post. I keep meaning to phone you. Can you do the accounts for my van company? Wow. And so, so my client was like, oh my God, LinkedIn yeah. works. Yeah. And so when I was at my real lowest running my own business, when I realized I couldn't do absolutely anything and I was snookered because of my anti-compete, I thought, oh, I helped that client out. Mm -hmm. And so what I did is I then devised a 15 minute a day workshop. So it starts on a Monday come in for 15 minutes, give you a little bit of homework. The next day we do a bit more, next day we do a bit more. And so what I did was messaged all my friends, phoned a few of my friends and said, look, I'm going to do this, come on for free and then give me some feedback. And if you like it, I want you to do a testimony and all that sort of malarkey. And it was brilliant fun. I think I had about 19 people on Zoom and we all did a little bit every day and they were all there to support me, but they all got huge value. And one lady turned around and she said, right, you're going to do this again. And I'm going to pay for my husband to come on it because that was absolutely brilliant. And unbeknown to me, a couple of days later in the post, I got a cream tea by post. So a couple Ooh, of scones, nice, yeah. a couple of scones, some jam and uh, some tea bags and some clotted cream. And I obviously put the clotted cream on first because that's the way you do it in Devon. Let's not go there. <laughs> and but with that was a card and I've still got the card now. And it was that the message was personalized and she'd written this lovely message but what that meant to me was that what i delivered that week was valuable yeah all right it was only worth a couple of scones but it wasn't that it was the significance that she'd gone out of her way and sent me something to thank me for that and i then realized there and then that what i'm doing has a value and so therefore that's what i do so i've been doing that now for nearly two or probably over two years i've done 30 33 cohorts my next one is in, um, in in October. And off the back of that, I've done other things. I, I do, I've got a mastermind where people come in. I do one-to-ones. I do VIP. I've done an intensive course. So there's lots of different things that I do, but I love seeing the transition. I love seeing people getting business from LinkedIn where before they would never have, have even thought of it. And then in fact, last week I did a workshop with a friend of mine and we did a whole day social media so we did a bit of instagram we did some podcasting and stuff like that and that was great fun as well so yeah 
there's loads of things that I can do, but I just love it. Hey, just a quick word to let you know that today's podcast is proudly sponsored by Mulberry Design. Meet Sarah Sarkis. She's the driving force behind Mulberry Design, boasting over 25 years of web design expertise. She's not just a pro, she's your go-to guru for all things web. Sarah is a passionate advocate for female business owners, specializing in crafting contemporary WordPress websites that will turbocharge your online presence and boost your revenue like never before. Why do clients adore Sarah? It's not just her design finesse, it's her collaborative spirit. She's the perfect partner in success, blending technical ability with a warm, friendly approach that makes your website dreams a reality. At Mulberry Design, it's not just about creating you a website. It's about tapping into your inspiration, understanding your business needs, and ensuring your web presence syncs harmoniously with your vision. Go check out mulberrydesign.co.uk where Sarah's mission is to make your business shine or connect with her online at LinkedIn to start the conversation at linkedin.com forward slash Sarah Sarkis. That's Sarah Sarkis from Mulberry Design with over 25 years of web design excellence. And we're not on video yet here on the High Vibe podcast, but I can see and Ashley is alive when he's talking about this, which I think always, you know, shows how into what we do we are and that it really matters to you that you're helping your clients because that's what we're here for. We're here to serve essentially. Yes, it's our business, but to serve people in the way that is our talent so that we can get them, you know, from A to B, from whether that's coaching, whether that's LinkedIn, whatever it is. So I absolutely love that. I think because I've been in sales for so long, I know all the things that you need to do. But if I'd have had LinkedIn when I first started my sales career, oh my goodness, what a game changer. Uh, And so I'm bringing all of that into my LinkedIn training and confidence as well. A lot of people struggle with their confidence on LinkedIn. They say, oh, I'm not allowed to do this and I can't do this and I'm not sure about that. And I get people doing videos. I had a, a lady on my workshop and she had a very strong Bristol accent, so proper West Country. And she said, I can't talk on that. And I said, you, you can, you very much can, because you're going to resonate with everybody who's got that accent. Yeah. And there's people out there that love that accent. So just be you. And I think that's the problem. We, we think we have to be somebody else. And that's why I love it, because every single day I get up I, and, and, and I am me. Yeah. And, and that's what I bring to LinkedIn. And I love that. And I think about some of my own clients who I know LinkedIn could be great for, but they're really reticent to, you know, post consistently on there. You know who you are. You know what I'm talking about if you're listening in. And it is that thing of like, oh, I've got to be, you know, this person or that person. And I'm like, you know, as far as I understand it, the be yourself, build your personal brand. And actually, it just reminds me when I first started doing speaking like a thousand years ago, I remember doing my first video and showing it to my dad. And he was like, well, that's lovely, Bab, but like, what is that voice? And I'm like, well, Father, this is the voice that you use on video. It has to be posh. And he's like, well, I don't know about any of that, but I don't think it does. And I look back now and I 
cringe at those videos because I'm like, who is that? And I've mm. noticed the more me I've got, the more it draws the ideal person to you. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think we, we worry too much. Oh, I need to I need to put my lippy on before I do a video. I need to, you know, oh, I can't ever do a video because I've got to have my hair right and stuff like that. There's a lady that I follow on LinkedIn called Francesca Tricorico. She's an accountant. She's got over 60,000 followers and she comes on and does a video pretty much every single day. And sometimes she's just got out of the gym and she yeah. looks a mess. I don't know if she yeah. She, 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 she knows I, I've, I've spoken to her about this because she's been on my show um, and I, I don't mean she looks a mess but she doesn't look like you would expect a woman to be if yes. they were doing a video nobody cares yeah nobody cares what they're seeing is the real Francesca they're not seeing a model or you know Steven Spielberg's production skills they're seeing a real person that they can identify with and i think that's the most important thing that we can do on linkedin you know i i, I talk with people that you know f and jeff left right mm -hmm. and center and they say well can i write that and i said yeah you can obviously you change some of the symbols yes. so you're actually not writing the word yeah. but if that's how you are in real life why can't you be like it on social yeah. media because when anyone meets me for the first time yeah be it on zoom or be it in in real life they're, oh, you're just like you are on LinkedIn. Yeah, totally. of course. Yes. Of course. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it's all about. And, you know, I write stuff and I'm, can I write that? Oh, I'll put one of those smiley little faces with the tears in the eyes because then people yes. know that I'm not being serious. Yeah. And that's it. You know, because yeah. face to face, I'll say something and I'll smile at you and you know I'm joking. Yeah. But if I write it down, you don't know whether I'm serious or not. So the that's... power of an emoji. So we had oh, absolutely. Francesca. Francesca was actually on last week on the podcast. Oh, right. And, you know, again, another of my LinkedIn crushes. And you're right. She does these videos and it has really inspired me. In fact, here's a little segue. So I thought, right, her podcast was out last week. And I thought, I'm going to do more of that. You know, just where I am, what I'm doing. It's super easy content. And we'll talk about content in a minute. But so I was actually speaking at this business conference last week and I thought, all oh, right, before it starts, I'm going to go around with my camera and I'm going to go, this is where I am. And then I discovered, Apple, if you're listening, when you're recording on an iPhone, you can't flick the screen as well as record. You have to stop and take another video. So you can flip it before you start to either have your selfie view or the room view, but you can't do it mid video, which I think is a ridiculous feature that's missing. So, so I stopped and now I'm thinking, why didn't I just carry on just filming myself and then turn around so people could see the thing. But actually Francesca's really inspired me to just do much more video. Yeah, no, she, she inspires so many people. She inspires yeah. me and, and uh, yeah, I love having a chat with her. We were on stage together at an event a couple of weeks ago. Oh, fab. Um, so yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So yeah, she, she's, she's great. Absolutely great. So if someone sat there going, and I just want to quote this from your website. So I love the headline on your website. It says, is LinkedIn a mystery to you? Yes, yes, it's to all of us. And the follow-up to that is, do you know you have to do something on LinkedIn, but you're not sure where to start? Because I do think that applies to so many people. I one of You say this a lot, but I think it was either today or yesterday you said, less than 1% of the people on LinkedIn are actually putting content on. So when you think about that, you went on to say, it's so it's super easy to actually stand out. And yet, you know, and I think about my own clients again, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to put. I don't know where to start. What's your recommendation for a starting point? Get my book. <laughs> yeah, yes. And we will put that in the show notes, folks. You see how we did that? It was seamless. <laughs> <laughs> Look, people, that, that's like, everyone says, I don't know what to write about. 
but just open your eyes and look out the window. There's something to write about right there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like, yeah, but no one's going to be interested in that. And they're like, well, yeah, they will because it resonates and it's the sort of thing that we want to talk about. So, yeah, just have a go. Look at Francesca. Yeah. yeah she's just come out of the gym and she starts talking about whatever. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. And I know she won't say, mind me saying this. So one of my clients does an Instagram story every single morning when she comes out of the gym. And I'm like, just use it on LinkedIn. Yeah. But she doesn't. And I think that is the thing is if people are not on there regularly, you don't understand. It has changed from way, way back in the beginning when it was so formal and it was businessy and it was like a CV type thing. And now it's much more like just show us, just show us yourself, you know. And I think that's like, well, personal brand that everyone talks about, isn't it? But the Instagram story, we only see it for a day and not yes. everyone sees it. So... Yeah. Maybe that's just her way of having yeah. a go. But yeah. Okay. And whereas whereas LinkedIn, it's up there forever. Yeah. Maybe get your client to do to turn one of those a week into a into a LinkedIn okay. into LinkedIn video. Because the the thing is, right, I saw somebody, I had an email from somebody the other day. We are doing a video challenge, a hundred day video challenge on LinkedIn. So for a hundred <laughs> days, we've got to do a video. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is absolutely, yeah. you're setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, and, and so, so, you know, people come on my workshop and I give them the strategy, I give them the framework and, and, and help them with what they need to be doing. And I always leave them with just do one post a week. Yeah. Because if you do one post a week, you are better than 99% of people on LinkedIn. All right. And what I suggest they do is come up with an alliteration on a day. So mon motivation Monday, tech tip Tuesday, wonderful Wednesday, throwback Thursday, fun Friday. If you think of those as topics, you go, right, I'm going to do fun Friday. So every Friday I'm going to come up with something funny. Yeah, do that. I've got one client of mine, right? A, a guy called Ben Westerby. And he is an accountant. And every single Friday, he tells us the worst dad joke in the world. Okay? <laughs> and, and, and I promise you, they are the worst dad yeah. jokes you can ever get. And, and you have one this week and you sort of like, he can't get worse than that. But then the following week, it's even worse. <laughs> but the thing is, right, he goes to networking meetings locally to where he lives and people come up to him and go, oh, you're the LinkedIn guy. Mm. People are getting to recognize him. And he had one client the other day turn around and said, the first that he actually approached him and said, Look, I love in all your jokes. Can we have a chat about you being my accountant? Brilliant. Isn't that incredible? That is just amazing. And this is the thing. And actually, what I want to touch on here, because I often say this, but obviously I'm not a LinkedIn guru like what you are, about the vanity metrics, as people call them, the likes and the comments. Because, for instance, I met someone last week and she said, oh, I always follow your social media on LinkedIn. She said, I'm a lurker. I've never commented and I've never liked but I can tell you everything that you've put out. I'm a real like lurker on your stuff. And I do always say, don't focus so much on that because it is easy when you go, oh, Francesca's got 60,000 followers. That post that you put out's got, you know, 597 comments or whatever. Is that right? Don't get hung up on that. I was talking to somebody that put out TikToks and she did this TikTok and it was talking about caring for yourself and thinking about stuff. And I can't remember what the context was. And she did it. 
and it went out and not many people saw it and she considered pulling it down, but she left it there. Six months later, someone contacted her and said, if it wasn't for that post, that video that I saw on TikTok, I wouldn't be here today. Wow. And you, that is incredible. Yeah, that is. Uh, and, and, and she thought nothing of it. Mm. She thought nothing of it. But that day, that video was the right thing for that person to see. And they obviously changed their mind about what they were planning to do. Mm -hmm. It had an impact. So, yeah, just do it. Be consistent. Be yourself. I put contact out all the time. And I was down the beach. I live by the sea. And one of my old friends where I used to work saw me. And he went, oh, my goodness, I'm watching you on LinkedIn. I've seen this and I've seen that. And he's telling me everything about my business. And it's brilliant. You're doing that and you're doing that. And, da, 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 da. and he was like really animated about, you know, how well I was doing and how it was yeah. all looking. And I, and I, I, oh, thanks ever so much. Do you know how many times he's commented on my post? Would it be a big fat zero? I correct, yeah. In fact, probably less than that. And, and the same with the likes. He's never reacted to anything that I've done. Yeah. But you'd have thought he was my biggest fan when you were talking to him. All right. Yeah. So let's call him Jack, right? Hmm? So Jack, who is my biggest fan, is never going to use my services because he works for a corporate and he doesn't need LinkedIn. But he's chatting to a mate of his who's running a small business. And his mate who's running a small business says, oh, I'm using Instagram and it's rubbish. And I'm using Facebook and it's rubbish. And someone said to use LinkedIn, but it's too complicated. What do you think Jack would say to him? Mm, let's have a think there. Well, he's going to offer up the 15 minute guy, isn't he? Absolutely. Absolutely. So even if the people following you are, are, are you know, are never going to be your client, they know people that are going to need coaching. They're going to need a LinkedIn trainer. They're going to need an accountant or whatever it is you do. Yeah. So just put out content once a week on LinkedIn and you'll be surprised what happens. Love that. I love that. And we're going to put all of Ashley's links in. I would really encourage you to go and follow him because he puts some great stuff out. And I love the Monday one when you put out five things that you might be able to talk about that week. I absolutely love that. Not least because you're normally in some, you know, I'm going to say exotic places, but you know, you do them in some weird and wonderful places as well. Like, weren't you like actually paddleboarding or something the other day or something in the middle of the sea anyway? I was paddleboarding yeah. last week. I actually recorded my video as part of my live training. So I had a room full of accountants and I turned around and said, is it all right if I do a video to show you how easy it is to do a video? And yeah. they went, yeah, of course. I, I checked it with the, you know, the boss, but I needed to check that it was all right with the, the people in the room because obviously they were going to be on the video. And what I did is I got someone to hold the camera for me and walk backwards and I got somebody else to steady her so that she didn't right. trip over anything. Yeah. And, and I did this video live in the room with everybody watching and then that went up on LinkedIn the following week. Yeah, it, it, you, you can do video anywhere. Yeah. And, and, and that video got an awful lot more engagement because it was real. Yes. So, yeah, I, I, I love doing the videos. And do you know what? Do you know what's happened? I, I noticed today on LinkedIn, someone else was stood on a beach holding a camera, giving <laughs> us five ideas of what you can post on LinkedIn. Oh. Uh, I thought that is fantastic. Yeah. If it's that good, I'm being copied. You are a guru. Yeah, absolutely. There is the proof. There is the proof. So what's next for you? What are you eyeing up for the end of this year, start of next year? What's next on the list? I love being on podcasts. So I love talking. I love sharing. I love, I just love helping people. I want to do more public speaking. So if anybody wants me to come and talk at their event, I'm more than happy to come and do that. And I want to do more live training events. Mm -hmm. So this, this one I did with, with a room full of accountants. I normally do 15 minutes a day. 
okay like i said it's all on zoom so anybody yeah. can come in and it's just 50 minutes a day and it, it, it's 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 digestible and, and what have you but the feedback i got from this session i did two hours it was two hours yeah. the 15 minute guy lasting two hours <laughs> basically in my head i just told myself it was eight 15 minute sessions yeah but in that session we did all kinds of things it was fun i had fun um, I had people coming up and doing stuff as well. So I want to do more of that. And I just need to work out how to do it. And I also did this thing a couple of weeks ago with my friend Becky when we did Instagram. So I want to do more of that as well. The the, the struggle for me is pricing it because, yeah. it, you know, you've, you've got to you've got to charge a bit. So I, I charge for Zoom, right? Mm. But it, literally, it's I'm, I'm just in my shed. And as soon as I finished, I can go and get myself a coffee. Yes. But, you know, I've got to pay for parking. I've got to pay for the venue. I've got to sort Absolutely. out um, I've got to sort out logistics. I've got to sort out food and that for the venue. I printed out some amazing workbooks and all of that has got a cost. So then that yes. puts the price up before you start. So I'm just try, I'm just playing with that to see what works, how it works. And then also the marketing for it, because the people that need to be on these workshops on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. So, yeah, how'd you reach it? Oh, that's an interesting one. But you're right about workshops. I mean, I love an in-person workshop and I'm always happy to pay for it because you're paying for the value. And um, I'll share this story with you. Some people know this who are close to me. I think the first kind of, it was a women's conference that I went to when I first started in business. I went with one of my business besties and we sat at the front. It was on a Sunday. It was at the Met Metropole in Birmingham. And the two of us sat down and we joke about this now and we're like that. Okay, there's 100 people here. We've paid £95 each. Wow, she's rolling in it today. Oh, my God, how naive were we not even thinking? Well, she actually probably didn't really make anything on that because of the room and the, the you know, like you say, the refreshments and all of that stuff and how my view has changed, you know, over the years. But you're right, there is a lot more goes into it than people see than what you just stand up and do on the day. It's not two hours, is it? It's travel it's putting it on it's did the content and all of that stuff so you're absolutely right yeah so to so doing this live thing with becky oh mm -hmm. the stress how many times did i think oh sod this for a game of soldiers <laughs> i'm so glad i pushed through i'm so yeah. glad i pushed through it was a huge success we didn't make any money but we had a lot of fun and we learned an awful lot and so what we're going to do we're going to meet up and and have a proper chat about it over lunch yeah and and just work out what we're going to do for the next one and, and who knows, it might be a tour. But again, because I know that it worked when I was with the accountants a couple of weeks ago, if anyone's organizing an event yeah. and they want to train the delegates and give them some you know, a real value for coming mm -hmm. to the event, yeah. they're going to learn LinkedIn in a couple of hours. Yeah, um, I love that. Absolutely So, love so that. again, so if anyone's listening and they're, they're, they're thinking of an event, then... You heard it here first. Let's well, have a chat. Yes, we're going to put all your links in so everyone will be able to get in touch with you. So I always finish the podcast with the last word. But I normally ask two questions, your last X, Y, Z. I'm going to change it up a bit. First one is a last. So I know you're mega into music. What was the last song that you listened to that got you up? I don't know if you're a dancer. Dancing around, singing along. What, what was your last great song? So when I do my workshop... Each day, I play a different song before we start. Okay. Um, so on a Monday, it's Can You Feel It by the Jacksons. Yes. That is a great song. And I end on a Friday with Mr. Brightside. Um, <gasps> of course. But, but for me, it has got to be Dakota by Stereophonics. Oh, okay. Take a look at me now, that song. Yeah. Because that's the last song that we do in our band. Right. And by the end of the night, 
Everybody in the pub is up for it. Um, you play this little game that we've done our last song and then everybody asks for more. And yeah. then we say, we're only going to do one more if you all dance. And it's just incredible. So I think that has got to be the one. Fabulous. Um, yeah. Okay. And instead of a last something, I've got to ask you, if there was one thing that you would say to people about LinkedIn to just go and do this, what you, what would that be? The one thing to do is to comment. Oh, yeah. okay. So if you go and comment on my post, I will comment back and make you feel good. Mm. Yeah, I think what, what a lot of people do is they just look at a post and then scroll on by. Yeah. But, but what, what's happened is I've written a post. I've taken some time to write a post. I've taken some time to give you some value, to make you think about something, add something to your life or whatever it is that I've written about. If you go on there and comment, I know that it's hitting the right spot. All right. And your comment is you acknowledging what I've written. Now, sometimes I write a post and I want your opinion on something. Sometimes I've written a post and get you to think about what I've said. But if you comment, everybody else who's commenting on that post or have seen that post are going to see you and your name and your headline is what you do, mm. all right? They're gonna see all of that and you're gonna start getting more eyes on your profile. And when people look at your profile, they then see what you do and then they might start following you, they might connect with you, they might even buy from you. So yeah, commenting is the most important thing to do on LinkedIn. You could be successful on LinkedIn without creating any content if you commented a lot more. Wow, you heard that here first, people. And I guess that's just like having a conversation like you would in real life. You wouldn't like just walk in a room, stand on a chair. Well, I might, but you wouldn't stand on the chair and then blurb about, hello, I'm a coach. Why don't you come and buy my coaching? But I talk to people and I suppose commenting. I think sometimes we forget on social media, just be like you would IRL peeps, you know, because we're just like, we've got to do something different. And no, relationship building is relationship building. And that's what LinkedIn is, isn't it really? Yeah, absolutely. So in my in my training on, on day two, we talk about commenting. So it's 15 minutes all about commenting. Mm -hmm. I teach people that it is just like a networking meeting. Yeah. And if you're going to do something, a networking meeting, then do it on LinkedIn. You, you don't stand there when you know you, you and I having a conversation mm -hmm. now, this could be a networking meeting. I'm not holding yeah. my thumb up and just looking at you with my thumb up. <laughs> yeah. Why do we think that's acceptable on LinkedIn? Yeah, that's a really good analogy, actually. And that's a great place to wrap it up. We could talk about LinkedIn for ages. I encourage you people go and check out Ashley, all of his uh, links, leads, I was going to say then, that's because it's his name. All of his links are in the show notes, including the one to his book. And yeah, if you want to get in touch with him, if you want him to speak or show you how to use LinkedIn to more effect, I absolutely endorse that. And at the very least, go and follow him so you can get more ideas for your own LinkedIn content. So that's it from us at the High Vibe podcast today. I will be back next week with a new episode. But in the meantime, remember to keep those vibes high. Thank you for listening to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, Dawn Owen. I'd love to know what your number one takeaway was from this episode. Feel free to screenshot the episode and tag me in on social media. And if you know someone who would enjoy it too, then don't keep it to yourself. Share the vibes. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified as soon as the next episode drops. If you're not already a part of the High Vibe Tribe community over on Facebook, then come and join us there. The link is in the show notes. And I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep those vibes high.